if you have a dream, just start manifesting that dream every day and start thinking and acting like the person you want to become. Have a plan for what you want to do. Like if, if you want to uh, start a new career or become a business owner, write a plan and say in four years, in five years, I want to be in this position. And every day you start making little decisions that are going to help you get there. Have you ever felt a stirring in your heart that you were called to do something greater than you are doing now? Or respond to a burning desire in your heart? Or maybe make a difference in a particular area or someone's life? Or is there a restlessness that stirs in your soul? Well, I'd like to welcome you to When the Moment Chooses You podcast. I am your host, Charlene Johnson, also known as Coach Charlene. This podcast will engage in compassionate, courageous conversations because I believe in your personal development, creating and inspiring destiny moments because every heartbeat truly matters. You will hear stories of change agents and trailblazers that dare to dream and not accept the status quo. Through hearing these stories, I truly believe that it will reignite the flame of passion and move you from just talking and thinking about it to actually being about it. We are all on our journeys of self-discovery. So be empowered as we inspire you to tap into the highest expression of yourself. Let's join the podcast. Greetings and welcome to When the Moment Chooses You. I am your host, Coach Charlene. And oh my God, I'm celebrating one year of podcasting. And I absolutely have the honors of having my editor, Starling, with me. Welcome to the show, Starling. Thank you so much for having me, Coach Charlene. It's, it's been a pleasure working with you. And it's incredible to know that we have a year doing this podcast. So I'm very excited for what's coming. Yeah, absolutely. And so um, just to my lips listening audience, you know, whenever you have a dream, um, it is so amazing that God, uh, the universe, whatever you want to call it, I call it God, draws those people to you that you need to help support you. And so Starlin is one of those people that I believe was drawn toward me to get this baby to come to fruition. And so Starlin, I really appreciate all of the pushing, and all of the inspiring that you do to keep me consistent because it hasn't been necessarily an easy journey, but it's been a very fulfilling journey. So I just wanted to honor you on this celebration for one year because I totally could not have done it without you. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. The honor has been mine. Uh, it's, it's definitely, uh, it's been a learning experience. Like every episode, I truly enjoy the message that you're sharing with the audience. And I hope everybody watching this episode can go back and watch all the episodes that we have been working with for the past years. Cause they great. Yeah. So I just wanted to kind of say a little bit of context for when the moment chooses you, because I really believe that there are moments in our lives that are, we're called into, or we're called to respond to or disrupt or to transform or to do something, especially when you start thinking about um, a dream and something that needs to be changed. And so um, in 2020, I mentioned in uh, several of my podcasts ago about my story about when I had to disrupt things. So I'm just wondering, Starlin, is there any moments in your life that you feel have called you into them? Absolutely. I think everybody has a story. Uh, in my case, I, I was raised by my grandparents. 
So when I was just seven months old, my grandmother uh, took charge of me and she decided that she was going to raise me because my mom was not prepared. My mom was just seven, 17 years old yeah. uh, when she had me. She was not ready. My, she never lived with my parents. So I decided, my, my, my grandmother, my grandmother decided that the best was for me to live with her so my mom could work and go to school and finish her career. So since I'm seven months, I've been living with my grandparents. And when I turned 17 years old, I was ready to go to college and start my career. And my grandparent, that at that point was the provider, had a stroke. Mm. So he couldn't work. He was, uh, you know, he he was almost like he couldn't walk or anything. Uh, because of that, I had to take a decision. It was either going to college full time or go to community college and start working so I could help my grandparents because they've been raising me for like my whole life, right? Yeah. Uh, so at that moment, I decided that I wanted to continue learning and and going to school and and you know having a career at some way, but I couldn't go to the university full time. So I started, you know, studying English and going to English courses and speaking with people who know the language. And I started working customer service job in course centers. And since then, it's been a journey of like 10 years for me of working and learning. I went to community college to study uh, multimedia. It's, it's kind of like the course that I took to learn how to edit videos and how to work with Photoshop and that kind of thing. I was able to, after five years of working and helping home, I was able to go back to the university and study languages to be a teacher. So that's been my journey. But I, I guess that for me, not having options to not work and not to help my family was a big inspiration because a lot of young people that went to, to, to a school with me are not like working today and don't have anything to do for themselves. And I think that moment was for me like a wake up moment. Like you have to help your family. You have to become a man, even though you don't have the age, maybe. Yeah. But it's your time and it's your turn to take the home and, and, and do good things for your family and and not cry about it. That is pretty amazing. So yeah. you, you share some of the points about who you are. I wanted to kind of go back a little bit because I want people to know who you are. So tell us a little bit about who is Starlin. Yeah, Starling is a boy from Dominican Republic, raised by his grandparents, which I absolutely love. For me, they're the greatest blessing of my life. My mom was always there for me too, but the connection I have with my grandma and my grandfather uh, is just it's just great. So I I consider I am a a very like dedicated person. When I say I'm gonna do something, I don't go to sleep without finishing. If I said I'm going to help somebody do something, I'm going to be there for them. I, I'm a good son. I try to be a good husband. And I'm going to have two kids. So I promise to God, <laughs> my wife, I'll be the best parent. <laughs> that is amazing. I, I believe if I, if I could die and say, and people could say that I'm a good father, a good son, and a good husband, for me, my life was great. 
That is wonderful. That's beautiful. So thank you for telling us a little bit more (laughs) about who you are. Um, So I wanted to kind of dig in a little bit. So you're from Dominican. Am I saying that right? Dominican Republican? Yep. Yep. Okay. Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic. Yeah. And so tell me a little bit about your journey as far as you said that you were a teacher. I want to know a little bit more about mm-hmm. that. What what did you teach? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So as you know, in my country, the first language in my country is Spanish. Uh, however, we have a big connection to the U.S. in terms of companies who come here uh, to find labor, right? And then knowing English is a great advantage because you can make twice the salary that you make in your country by working with U.S. A company. So the only requirement that they have is that you know English at a level that you can communicate with people, right? Mm-hmm. That's why knowing English got me job teaching too, because I have mm-hmm. a lot of people who wanted to learn the language. And what I did is that I went to the community college uh, in my area and I applied to be an English tutor. So since I knew the language more than the people that were trying to learn, I just I just developed the program and and was helping kids and, and young adults to learn the language. And I I worked that part time for like two or three years, all the weekends, having a full time job and and having a family that I have to help. And I have a lot of people that thanks to those programs are having a better life today. Because knowing English here in the Dominican Republic is a good way to advance your career and to make more money because you're able to have chances that people who don't know the language are not going to be able to have. Well, that's pretty awesome because yeah. he he's a trailblazer and he's a change agent. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> awesome. Um, so tell me though, um, did you hit any barriers when it came to, I know I heard you talk about, you know, you were, you really had to put down what you really wanted to do yeah. and then take care of your family. So what other barriers did you face as you were walking through your journey? Yeah. I mean, economic barrier was, was actually the main one because I want to go to school. My dream was to become a politician. I wanted to study politics and economics. That was my dream, but that career was too expensive for me. And you know, I already mentioned my grandpa had a stroke, so he couldn't provide for the home anymore. Uh, and I, I, I have to make a decision. So I have to just go to community college, study something that could get me work faster uh, compared to the career. And that led me to a different path. So my dream was to become a politician and work in the economic sector in my country, try to help the country to develop. And I ended up learning languages and multimedia that kind of thing. Uh, so definitely the economic barrier was one. I would say when I decided to start working at what I'm doing today, which is video editing and audio editing, podcast editing in general and, and multimedia and graphic design, the main barrier has was actually limiting belief about mm-hmm. the knowledge that I have, right? Because you see all these people in other countries that have better computers than you have, they have better mics than you have, they have better equipment, better homes, all that, electricity, because I have issues with electricity here in my country. And then you start thinking, who are you to want to do this for those people, want to compete with those people? Are you even going to be able to compete with them? 
So that was really a struggle. And it took me five years to be able to kind of get over that limiting belief and say, hey, I'm going to offer it. If anybody wants me to do this, then I just go back to whatever I was doing before, but I'm going to try it. And the moment I decided to try it and forget about those limiting beliefs, I realized that it's not the equipment, that it's not the themes that other people have, but it's the connection that you're able to have with people. Like, be human. Maybe I'm not the best at what I do, but I try to be human. Like, if you need me to do something, I will listen to you. I will be there with you. And I try to help you in the areas that you need help, right? Try, try yes. to be there. I think some people are great at what they do, but they forget that they're dealing with human and they think that they're dealing with machines. So they forget about the feelings, about the hard moments that the creators and, and the people that they're working with face every day. Yeah, you know what? That's really awesome because, um, I mean, oh my gosh, I wouldn't have met you if you wouldn't have <laughs> got past those limiting beliefs. Yeah. And so let's talk about those self-limiting beliefs because I think whenever you have a dream in your heart, that's immediately what happens. Yeah. You begin to start judging yourself and what you could. Because I'm going to be honest, I did that with the podcast. When mm -hmm. I knew I wanted to do it, it was so overwhelming that I was like, oh, my God, how can I really do this? And who's going to listen? And who's yeah. going who's gonna to allow me to interview them? I mean, I just spiraled so much in my head about this whole thing. So I'm so glad that I broke through that barrier of um, self-limiting beliefs. And then I start saying, you know what, why not? Like, if yeah. not me, then who? So that's powerful. So what do you think, like in general, let's just talk about people in general in our listening audience that may have a dream and they want to launch, but they are struggling in that area with self-limiting beliefs. Can you give them any advice that helped you to break through? I'll just say, don't, don't think about the competition don't look around what other people are doing because some people they show up perfect online but nothing is perfect like even when you see the most glamorous business out there if you see if you if you could just only have a moment and see behind that wall you would see that they are not perfect so sometimes we want to be at the highest level when we are studying comparing ourselves with others and that's what actually counts that we have those limiting beliefs that we never start so I would say my biggest advice to anybody trying to start something and having limiting belief is don't compare yourself to anybody. You are unique. Everybody is unique. I mean, I'm an example. Like, I'm from the Dominican Republic. English is not my first language. And I still have something to offer to people living in the U.S. that are having a, are having a need to have their video edited or their podcast edited. So how many people I have that live in the U.S. that could be doing the same job I do, and I have people that still choose to work with me. So yeah, yeah, I absolutely. believe that that's, that's actually the best example I could give. Yeah, that's a wonderful example, actually, because, um, I mean, yeah, why isn't everybody else doing it? Yeah. It really is because you uniquely 
say, yeah. I'm doing this. You made a decision. And I, I love that because it, it starts with the decision. Yeah. And sometimes it's the hardest part is making that decision to actually to do it, to move. I know you've helped me tremendously because I uh, there's times where I'm like kind of lagging behind, just being honest. <laughs> and it's because I'm a nine to five multimillionaire yeah. at the same time yeah. as a podcast host. <laughs> so my time is very limited. And, and so, but you always are so c- encouraging. So the part that you talked about people, because it's really about the people, it's about yeah. the relationships that we develop and things like that. So like I was, um, I didn't speak to you for like uh, probably about two weeks and I got so nervous <laughs> because I was like, oh my God, he's gone. What am I going to do? <laughs> but that's the impact that yeah. you've had on me and my podcast and the success that I think that I'm having is because of the support that you've given. So if there's people that are out there starling with the dream, in their heart. Do you think you can give them any advice? If they have a dream in their heart, what would you tell them like a step, a couple steps, what they can do to start birthing that dream? Yeah. I would say first it, it start manifesting what you want to become. It starts saying it every day. Like for me, working in a core center for like eight years, I wouldn't say it was the best job that I ever had. It was good pay. Uh, compared to where I live and what people make. But every day when I went to work, I went to work with the mentality of, I want to be my own boss. And I'm going to sit on that chair and assist every customer of that company. Like it's my own company, like it's my own customer mm-hmm. and it's my own company. So I, my mentality was, I, I'm the boss today that I want to become tomorrow. And every little people, every every person that come to me, I offer the best customer service I could because I was thinking in the person I wanted to become. So I, if you have a dream, just start manifesting that dream every day and start thinking and acting like the person you want to become. Second, have a plan for what you want to do. Like if, if you want to uh, start a new career or become a business owner, write a plan and say in four years, in five years, I want to be in this position. And every day you start making little decisions that are going to help you get there. And the third one, we already spoke about it, is limiting belief. Just don't compare to yourself. Know to you unique. We are humans. We are making mistakes, but we are can get over them. And God hasn't given us any challenge that we cannot face. Mm, yeah. Wow. Those are really awesome. I, I wish I could rewind that tape. That first one <laughs> was super powerful. I can't even re- I can't re- articulate it, but I'm going to grab it and I'm going to be preaching that one, too, Starlin, sure. as that was really good. Sure. Um, so what do you think? Um, there's people that are stuck, though, Starlin. You know, they're yeah. stuck. They've been through this whole, I call it a double pandemic plus their own personal pandemic. And they almost feel like they're paralyzed and they can't like move forward. So what would you say to encourage people that are stuck? You know, like, especially in healthcare, we've been talking a lot about how people are burnt out, you know, with life basically. So do you have any encouraging words for someone that's burnt out? Yeah, I think first, I mean, I have experience burnout. out, uh, multiple times in my life. I mean, imagine you being 17 years old 
and having the responsibility to take care of a home, right? By yourself. I know that's illegal in some places, but you know, for me, it was, it was crazy. It was working like 12 hours when my friends were going to college or were enjoying life. For me, it was working and providing for my family. Uh, but you know, two things keep me in line, I would say. It's, it's first knowing why I was doing what I was doing, knowing that it was a, there, there was a deepest calling that I have to, like a biggest mission that I have to fulfill that was helping my grandparents. And, and second, it was keeping myself sane in the sense of, I know I have a lot of things to do, but even if, if it is at 12 o'clock at night, I'm gonna take an hour for me. I'm gonna go to the bathroom, I'm gonna take a shower, I'm gonna listen to a song, I'm gonna try to relax, calm down, and I'm gonna try to you know, recharge for the next day. And always, 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 always face life with a positive face, like a positive mentality. And when people look at you, try to smile, right? Because you don't know who's having the worst day. Sometimes yes. you think you're having the worst day. I sometimes used to go to work, took the subway, and I was going to work thinking my life was the worst life I could ever have. And then... I saw a man walking with just one arm, oh with just gosh. one leg, not being able to see. And that, and I, I saw the face and they were like very happy. And I would say, who am I not to smile? Yeah. Not no. to say hi to people, not to say, you know, good things to a stranger. I, I remember one night I only had like, it was like five bucks in my pocket. And I have to take like transportation to get to, to work. And I saw this lady very anxious in a, in a pay phone. She mm -hmm. was like very anxious. I could see her like just almost crying because she didn't have a coin to make a call. And it seems to be very important. And I look at her and I gave her my only 10 bucks that I had. Wow. I gave her to her and I didn't say anything, just gave her to her. And I went to home like walking, like it was like, a few miles that I have to walk, but I walk. It was like nine, nine o'clock at night, but I walk. And I walk very happy because I knew I did something that was great for another human being. So just, just be human. Uh, just face life with some positivity. And that has helped me. I mean, every person I work for, I feel like I have a more than a word relationship. I, I'm able to develop like like a relationship, like person to person, human to human. Like they know about my life. I know a little bit about their life. And I think that makes better workplaces too. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. You are an amazing human. And I'm yeah, so honored to know you and to um, be connected with you at this point. But I would love for you to tell people about what you do because you also have a podcast, don't you? Yeah. 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 So in my country, it's actually a Spanish based podcast that I have. Uh, again, coming back to what I was doing before even doing video editing, which is teaching English. In that podcast, I have a co-host and we both uh, teach English for free to the audience, right? We have like more than 15,000 downloads every month. Uh, and it's mostly helping Spanish speakers learn a little bit of, of English. Because people in the U.S., they don't know how sometimes how important it is for Spanish speakers to know English. 
uh, and it's, 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 it's just because of the economical situation in Latin America. It's not just Dominican Republic. So people who learn English have an advantage. And that's why that podcast has been very successful, uh, because there are a lot of Spanish speakers looking to learn the language. And we just go there every Monday and Tuesday, and we have a little episode teaching a few phrases and giving motivation to people to learn the language. So that's, yeah. that's what my podcast is about. Uh, besides that, I'm a, I'm a video editor, a podcast editor. So I started doing only audio editor, editing for people and then uh, started offering video editing. So those are, those are my, my work hobbies, I would say, because I love what I do so much that for me, it's just like hobbies that I get to do and get to get up and get paid for. Basically. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And yeah. so um, what if someone wanted to get in touch with you to help get some help? Yeah, sure. So if anybody need helps with the uh, podcast uh, video editing, they could go to my Instagram page is Starling Media at Starling Media. That's also my website coming up. So it's starlingmedia.com. And then there they can find information about my packages. We can chat on soon for a few minutes and see if we are a good fit. Because uh, for me, that's very important for me. Working with people that are a good fit for you, I think is very important. So we can get to work together. If you're a good person, I'm a good, I try to be a good person. People have to say <laughs> if I am, but we get to connect and work together. I'd be blessed to help you. Okay, that's awesome. And you gave so many nuggets, so I don't really have to do the top three because you did about <laughs> top five on the show. So thank you so much for being a part of my life and a part of this sure. podcast journey. And um, any closing remarks before we end to the audience? Sure, sure. I mean, I would say I'm going to talk to this because uh, be kind, be human. I mean, in this in these days that we live in, after the pandemic, after all we have lived, I think being human is the most important thing you can you can give to people. We we are so focused on technology these days that we have forgotten about being human. Helping people is, is yes. a bless. Yeah. No matter how, if you're able to help one person, I believe God is gonna contribute to your life in in bigger margins that you ever thought. Well, thank you so much, Starlin, for being on here, celebrating this one year applause to you and to me for making this happen. So thank you so much for being on the show. And we hope to see you uh, at the next benchmark. Sure. Thank you so much for having me, Gershaline. It's been great. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for joining the podcast. When the Moment Chooses You is a bi-weekly podcast where I not only discuss my own passion and quest for responding to those destiny moments, but I will also be sharing inspiring stories, tips, and tools as we navigate this journey of life together. As you can see, I will also be interviewing amazing guests and risk takers with stories that seize the moment and transform their lives and those around them. My hope is to share my passion and to build a community around creating destiny moments because every heartbeat matters. Find me on social media and I'd love for you to subscribe to my YouTube channel, like and share as much as you want to. Thank you so much. And what will you do when the moment chooses you?